0: Welcome, everybody, to a very special episode of Beyond the Box Set, where we are going to rank the Best Picture nominees for the Oscars of 2019. Mm-hmm. Do you want to kick soft off, John, or do you want to say something for
1: Sure. Well, we're going to, as is the tradition, we've done this in the past two years, I believe, we're going to rank them from our least favourite through to our favourites. Mm-hmm. We've both made individual rankings, which we have not seen. So we will start with one of our least favourite, and then we'll just work our way up to the top and see what we have in common and what we have different. Yeah.
0: Do you want to start? Sure. Um, so my least favourite is, um, unsurprisingly, Vice. Same. I assumed so. Yes. <laughs> um, I think we both really did not like this film. Oh, we should also say up top, um, we have done a review of every one of these films, mm-hmm. and that that's all available on our Patreon. Uh, page. Yep. So yeah, please go to patreon.com slash Boxer and you can subscribe for as much or as little as you want and as you the... get access to all those
1: reviews. Yep, full length reviews, as little as $2 a month. And you also get lots of bonus features, including a 30-second ad slot on the main show and the opportunity to pick films for us to review in the future. So get on it. You make it sound so easy to say. I'm doing my best. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> uh, so
0: Vice, yeah. Yeah, Vice. Didn't care for this. No, not at all. This film felt very...
1: Oh, what's the word I heard recently? Self-masturbatory. That's a good phrase, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's it's very that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was very pleased with itself. Yes, it was. I just don't think, I said this on my main review, I don't think Adam McKay, the director-writer's style of filmmaking, is a style of filmmaking that I enjoy.
0: No. I'm also going to say up top that this list I've got here is quite personal. It's not what I think is going to happen. Yeah. It is how I rank the films personally. Yeah, well, and that's... which Which ones are my favourites, which ones are not my favourites. Yeah, favorites. exactly. And it's not,
1: is... not at all how I think they will do. Yeah. Same, and I think that's the thing. You've got to be honest to how you personally feel about films. There's no right-or-wrong answers when it comes to personal taste, so, mm, you know. yeah. Although, we can
0: say, we can make a guess at the end of the episode as to which film he's going to win Best
1: Picture. Totally, yeah. And, and, uh, and, and the other awards. Absolutely, I'm sure, which I'm sure he will, but yeah, same. So yeah, I mean, I just found this to be, as you mentioned, self masturbatory. very intellectually shallow. I feel like it wasn't really, <laughs> it, did, it didn't tell me anything, <clears throat> like, it, it just didn't. I just keep remembering
0: just the opening credit of just like, well, we don't really know much about Dick Trainey. But we tried our fucking best. Yes, yeah, that for me just was like, the low point point. it happened in the first yeah. 30 seconds.
1: <laughs> just, I, just, I just hate that. Like, I feel like on the episode... It, it's it, so I, unimaginative, uncreative. Yeah, it's, it's, just the, it's lazy. It, a lot of this film lazy. is so lazy. And yeah. I wish there was a film about Dick Cheney that had really dug into who he was. Not necessarily to try and make him more sympathetic, but just to at least attempt... Or make him feel more like the bad guy because this no. film didn't really make me have an opinion. No. Well, this film came in with the opinion that he's a horrible person, which, mm. you know... I'm not disputing, but no, it felt like nobody on this film wanted to really delve into his motivations. Mm. The director, the writer, the acting. Like, again, we've talked about it already on the full episode, but yeah, the acting in this film, it, you've got Christian Bale, great actor. You've got Amy Adams, great actress. Mm. You've got a lot of a good supporting cast. You've got Sam Rockwell. You've got Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. Naomi Watts pops up randomly. You know, you've, you've got a lot of good people in this, but none of them are doing their best work. Mm-hmm. And... The whole body transformation from Christian Bale, I just found more annoying than anything. <laughs> like, it just irritated me. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Because it didn't add anything. There was no reason for Christian Bale to play this role. Mm. At all. Like, it could have been anyone. And there were many talented actors who could have played this role without having to, like, change their entire bodies. And it just felt... Yeah. It, it his You know, lots of people gain weight or lose weight for film roles. Sometimes it's amazing and it really helps to add to the character. And add, you know, that's fine. But for this, it just felt like self-indulgent his weight didn't inform the character
0: no it didn't and you couldn't see uh
1: you you couldn't see his acting no all you could see was the prosthetics and the body and you know you could see yeah you could absolutely made it very superficial people shouldn't be given oscars or even nominations
0: just for putting on or losing weight
1: no sure anyone can do that yeah
2: i sense that uh you're a kinetic leader you make decisions based on instinct I am. Mm. People, I said that. Yeah, yeah. Very different. Very different from, uh, from your father in that regard. Now, maybe I can uh, handle some of the more mundane jobs, overseeing uh, bureaucracy, managing military uh, energy, uh, foreign policy. That sounds
0: good. Okay, so what's number seven on your list then? So there's eight films, by the way. Yes,
1: there are eight films. So this might be controversial, mm-hmm. and I had to really think long and hard about this. My number seven is Bohemian Rhapsody. <gasps> Ooh,
2: yeah.
1: Okay. I had a lot of fun watching this, mm-hmm. and I could have put this anywhere between seven and four. Mm-hmm. Like It was real, like... There's basically... I have three that I think are really good films, and I have like four that I think are good films... For different reasons, and mm-hmm. I've got the one that Vice was the clear bottom. Yeah. So these these like <laughs> yeah the, the middle <clears throat> section is really it could change. Mm-hmm. The reason I put Bohemian Rhapsody seventh is as much as I really enjoyed it, mm-hmm. like I found it to be thoroughly entertaining. I was never bored. I left the cinema screening. We both of us left the cinema screening, screening thing like that it was really entertaining. I had a yeah. great time watching this, but I don't know if it should. I don't think it deserves to be in this. Category Mm -hmm. Because I think it is a very average film, an entertaining popcorn film, but I think it's not particularly well made. I think it's a great performance in an average film. Mm -hmm. And I think there are too many things against it in terms of how it's made, in terms of anything that's not related to Rami Malek. Like the script isn't very good, the supporting actors mostly sometimes generally quite bad. Yeah. <laughs> There's just it just feels very flawed. Yeah. And for that reason <clears throat> even though I enjoyed it, I I almost enjoyed it in spite of itself, if you know what I mean? Like I enjoyed mm. it because it was the, the music was great because it's Queen mm-hmm. and he, Rami Malek was fantastic and you know parts of it were very funny. Like there was a lot of this that I found really funny and entertaining. But it just feels like it's out of its depth in this category.
2: Mm.
1: It's like it's a popcorn film that you like it's like if Love Actually got Best Picture. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I, I mean that, maybe that's a bad example because I hate Love Actually. But I don't, it's an but,
0: extreme example.
1: Okay, let me think of something I don't hate as much. It's like if, say, Mamma Mia. Mama, yes, exactly. It's, yeah. it's like if Mamma Mia got nominated for Best Picture. You'd be like, yeah. I had a great time watching Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia was great fun. Mm-hmm. it's not the best picture made this year. Mm, It was just fun. Well, as we
0: discussed in our Oscar predictions episode a couple of weeks ago, this year is massively an off year. It uh, does feel that way. There really are not many films that feel nominatable for this category. Mm. And so the Oscars have done their best. And clearly they are Greeks. It's the first time in years, if ever, that they've nominated eight films. Mm-hmm. When currently they can nominate a maximum of ten. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's and, they, the and, and they they normally do nine. Yeah, it's the shallowest pool we've had in a while. So yeah. Yeah. Um. I know that that it it used to be five before I think twenty ten. Yes. Something. Yes. Yeah. And since then, I don't think they've done an eight.
1: No, I think it was five. This would not be making the cut, and that was another reason I was kind of had to give it a, a low ranking for me. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I've 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 not ranked it as as low as. No, I didn't seven. think you would. Um, but if it was on just purely enjoyment, I'd probably rank it a little bit higher. But mm. I had to at some point think. Well, for me, just for me personally, like, I just had to think, does this really deserve to be here? And I kind of thought, well, I don't know that it does,
2: so, mm. yeah.
1: Galileo! Galileo
2: Piccolo, How was that?
1: Higher. Can you go a bit higher?
2: If I go any higher, only dogs will hear me. Try. Galileo! Galileo Higher. How many more Galileo's do you want? Ding, very, very, ding, ding. One more, one more
0: Galileo. One more Galileo. Galileo.
2: Galileo.
0: Again. Galileo. Go on, Galileo. roll the track Galileo.
2: Galileo. Who even is Galileo?
0: Okay, so my number seven is I don't think controversially yeah. A Star is Born Okay, no, I, I think that's perfectly fair Yeah, this film I found Very Average, I, I think mean... I don't know. I've not seen any Star Born film beforehand. Yes.
1: But just knowing the fact that this is the third or fourth remake. It's the fourth version, so the, the third the, remake. Yes. So there's Janet Gaynor. It's always defined by the, who played the female yeah. role. Janet Gaynor, Judy Garland, Barbara Streisand, Lady Gaga.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. yeah.
0: Makes some different films. This film was a good film. Mm-hmm. It absolutely was. And I can see why it's nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. However, it's it just its lack of originality.
1: It's lack of originality, you mean? Yeah, it's lack of unoriginality. Yeah. <laughs> with me. It was super original. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, it's, it's lack of originality. Mm. It's just it, it makes it difficult to rank it higher than that. It was good. Bradley Cooper was amazing in it. I don't think that he was an incredible director. Hence, why he's not nominated.
1: No, well, that was it a shocker, but I can understand it. Yeah, yeah, because directing wise, this
0: film. No, it, it did. It's all it. right.
1: There are some moments. I think the the way they shot. I shallow can... mm-hmm. was very, very good. But as a whole film, not so much. Yeah,
0: yeah. sure. I, I can probably think of 10 directors who did better
1: this yeah. year. Yeah, I, f- I think that's um, pretty why. Like, he was a first-time director for a major motion picture. So yeah. obviously a lot of that counted against him, which is yes. why it wasn't nominated. Yeah.
0: I also think that the filmmakers didn't have a massive confidence in this, hence why they cast Lady Gaga mm-hmm. in the role. Just like, okay, we need a big name to this. Bradley Cooper's not big enough. Mm-hmm. And, like, if Bradley Cooper's not a big enough name to go and sell a film... Why, like, do you think it should have been someone other than Gaga? Um, I don't know who that would be. Sure. But I don't think that she was outstanding in the role.
1: Do you think it should have been an actress rather than a singer?
0: Yes. Okay. I, I absolutely think that they got the name of Lady Gaga. She's entering films. So she's entering acting as as a film actress. Mm. She's done TV before. And... This is why you should all go and see this film, and that's why a lot of people went and saw this film. Sure, yeah. Because Lady Gaga was doing it, and she can sing, and you know they they, they put out "Shallow" as a single, and it did really well. Yeah. And you know, might win the best song.
1: I think it'll be a shock if it doesn't win the best song. Okay, cool. I mean, I, I don't really want it to. I'm not a big fan Have of it. Yeah, the best song.
0: We'll, well, we'll come to, we'll, that, we'll come to that. Yeah, okay,
1: sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, but
0: just I don't know. She was fine in this, and I'm just not sold by it. It feels too pop culture-y, I think.
1: Yeah, it's. I've ranked this. A bit it feels too,
0: like popular because it should be popular. Yeah, and for that reason, it's just. I'm, I'm not there for it. It feels yeah. like a film that's just been made, just to like I don't know, mm.
1: not even make some money. I don't know, just make some buzz. It's really It did make a lot of money. It made over 200 million in America alone. So it's been a well, smash, smash hit. That's
0: great. Yeah. It doesn't feel like anybody's passion project. No, well, and I think. Every other film, including Vice, yeah. on this list, Somebody really feels did. like somebody's passion project.
1: No, I agree. I think that's a really interesting point because it's been really interesting watching this film's Oscar trajectory. Because when it came out and made all this money and it got really great reviews, everyone's like, mm. "Okay, this is going to win all the Oscars. It's going to be Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Actress." Mm. And th- there was a time when Bradley Cooper was such a favorite to win Best Actor, it was like it wasn't even worth betting on him. It was like <laughs> so. It was like that's going to happen. Yeah. And it's just lost all momentum. Like, <laughs> it's completely gone off the rails. Yeah. And I do think it's because it has had good reviews and people generally liked it, but I think mm-hmm. it's nobody's favourite film. Mm-hmm. I think it's everyone's like third or fourth. Mm-hmm. And I think that is why it's kind of lost momentum a little bit. And I think yeah. this is a prime candidate. If it wasn't for the fact that it's probably going to win Best Song... This would be a prime candidate to be that film that gets like 10 nominations and no wins. Yeah. It's that kind of like, Yeah. it's good enough to get nominated, but it, it, nobody really feels that strongly about it. So, I mean, I've, I've ranked it higher, but I think that's a very fair seventh place. Mm.
0: So, yeah. When do you think it's going to be next remade? They'll probably have to, well, they'll have, what, traditionally, that's 20 what, or
2: 30 years. So. What
0: needs to happen? So, 20 or 30 years' time, does anybody need to have like died or anything? No, or because Barbara
1: is still alive. Okay. It's not need to wait till the previous one died until you. <laughs> <laughs> Be, it would be, be like a horror movie
0: like, <laughs> someone wants to do it we've got to regenerate that Doctor Who yeah we? yeah
1: yeah no I think it'll be remade in 20 or 30 years it will just it's its a timeless story it will continue to be remade mm. so I'm sure it'll be remade again in at some point but not Maybe. for a while so, yeah. Hmm. yeah
0: well I can't wait for us to do that on, on, on the podcast me too actually, yeah because that would be fun just like okay this is a film that's not coming out in present day 2019 it's coming out in 2050 yeah and this and we're is still, what's we're going still on we're still doing this yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Middle aged beyond the box that the
2: size of two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make any sense. Yeah, just keep drinking. That'll give you the I answer. Don't know, maybe I just fucking failed you. It just you kills what? me. I'm sorry. I just You failed? Yeah, me? you're embarrassing, and it's just I you know I feel like I'm bad embarrassing? For I'm not fucking embarrassing, you're embarrassing, and you know what you're doing is you're so embarrassed of your fucking self that you got to put me down. You're you're ugly
0: and you're not, I'm trying to tell you that, so you need to get all this fucking approval by all these other people, and it's just why can't I just be enough for you? You know what I'd like
2: is from my boyfriend to love me. Actually, from my husband to love me. Who's your fucking
0: boyfriend? You have a boyfriend? (laughs) Yeah,
2: I've got a boyfriend.
0: That hurts. Yeah, I have a
2: boyfriend. Call me your fucking boyfriend? You're my boyfriend. You're my boyfriend if you don't treat me like your wife. I don't even know what that fucking means.
1: Okay, so we've both done on number seven. Yeah. So we've both had Vice at number eight. Your mm. number seven was Star as Born. My number seven was Beaming Rhapsody. So my number six mm. was Green Book.
0: Okay, I've got that a little bit higher. Okay,
1: sure. Mm. Uh, again, like, we've just we've just reviewed this, so it feels very fresh in the mind. This is a film that was elevated by exceptional acting to yes. uh, two of the best actors in Hollywood right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fantastic. <clears throat> Can't fault them. Mm. The film was perfectly average fine it felt very dated it was very overdone it didn't do anything original parts of it felt a bit weird but on the whole it was it was perfectly nice mm. and this is the film that's probably going to have one of the longest shelf lives of all the oscar films like this is a film that is very mass appeal mm. it's a very easily digestible message it's a very easily digestible film so it will absolutely live on but if I think of all the categories, not even just best picture, but of any category that it's nominated in, I don't think it's the best at any one of them. Yeah, it's for me. It is. This should be everyone's like third or fourth favorite. Mm. But I think it is going to pick up a one or two. I just wasn't very enthusiastic about it, but I don't hate it.
0: Yeah, I kind of agree. It it, it doesn't feel majorly iconic, mm. although it is a good film. It's it's fun. Yeah, it tells a strong message as. You mentioned in our review, it's a well-told message, yeah. but a message that's still relevant. That message is always fold your pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, hopefully more people will now fold their pizzas yeah. um, as, as a result of this film. Definitely, so yeah. That's why I've ranked it a little bit higher. Great, sure. Um, <laughs> Something you believe very strongly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Dear Dolores, D-E-A-R, this is an animal. As I'm writing this letter, I'm eating potato chips and i'm starting to get thirsty and you know this is pathetic right tell me what you're trying to say I don't know. yeah i'll well, miss her didn't say that but do it in a manner that no one else has ever done it before
0: my number six yes yeah, sure is roma sure okay i've um, read this a little bit higher as well but yeah. so roma is the film about this person played by yalitza somebody L- yes uh, Aparizzo. Aparizzo, I think, yeah. Okay. She is made for this middle-class Mexican family. It's directed by Alfonso Cuaron, who did Gravity and mm. did The Revenant. He's a really good director. He's mm. he's shown himself twice um, with two very different films. He's a very visual director. And, well, whether you think he's good or not, you know, because Gravity, it's a very mixed film. Yeah. And The Revenant, it's good. It's not the best film in the world, mm-hmm. but I would still say it's a good film. He's a very visual director. He does a lot of long shots. Yes. And his cinematography is beautiful. And in this film, he does a very similar job, apart from the fact that it's all in black and white. Yeah. And for me, that does take something away from it. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's obviously a deliberate choice. Yeah. And there's reasons behind it, which we get into in our main review. And John does turn me around on it, to be honest. But, uh, I don't know, black and white takes something away from it. Being in a different language, I mean, that's me being selfish me having a problem with it Mm -hmm. but um, again that takes them away from it because you spend so much of your time reading subtitles that you spend less time looking at the acting and looking at what's going on on screen and there's just a lot going on at the same time as there is nothing going on in this film Mm -hmm. so Roma just really didn't work for me, the story I didn't find majorly interesting there certainly were points as we talk about but on the whole I found it quite and a plane's not the word, but just not for me. Yeah, that's um, fair. It didn't appeal to me. It didn't stand out to me. I don't feel like I took much from it other than just, you know, don't get somebody pregnant and run away. <laughs> yes, yes, that's <laughs> like, a just, just, good message. You know, yeah. I mean, don't be shit to women is, is a message. Sure. Certainly. Well, I don't think this is like a message movie. No. Like, it, that it, happens, it, it's, but I don't think
1: that film is like preaching that message. It's like, not, but I'm just really
0: grasping at something that I can sort of you know, relate to in this film. Sure, okay. Yeah. Just like, not being shit to women, that's That's it. it. That's one, yeah. I, that's one. I, I, I don't know. I'm, like I said, I'm really clutching at straws here. Well, for me, I've read that... I'm, well. try, I'm trying my best to feel good about this film. Fair And enough. to be positive about it, because it is a really good film. Yes. And it's really well made. Mm-hmm. And it probably does deserve to be a Best Picture nominee,
1: but for me, it's six out of eight. No, yeah. And I think it's absolutely... You shouldn't feel that you need to rank it higher than you actually feel just to yeah. feel like you're making the correct choice at the end of the day you have to be honest about how you actually responded to well, it. like i said it's a personal list it is.
0: at this point it's not a prediction
1: list. yeah exactly i've ranked it a little bit higher because i agree with you in that it's quite slow and i did have to watch it with a few breaks i found it a little bit hard to engage with because the character is so very very passive that mm. it's very hard to get a handle on it like, she's very... It's a very still, quiet performance. I think it's beautiful, but it's hard to kind of really get into her psyche in many ways because it's based on a character that is very real to the director. Mm-hmm. It's his his maid. And I think perhaps he saw her as this very stoic, kind of, you know, very loving character. He doesn't really delve into her psychology particularly. Mm-hmm. So she's just kind of this almost perfect character like you never really get a sense of what was going on under the surface what she was thinking and this film never really does that yeah the main thing i loved about this film as we discussed in our review is that it is visually stunning it is genuinely one of the most beautifully shot films i think you will ever see like there was s- shots in this film i think will be in museums you know there will be iconic when people do retrospectives of great cinematography they will show the wide shots of Mexico as, as they're running through the traffic and, and it pans mm-hmm. across, you know. And they had to recreate, like, it's not even, that's, that's not Mexico in 20. Yeah, I was, wand- I, I was wondering all they that. They had to painstakingly like... recreate yeah. the Mexico of the 70s, which is incredible. The mm-hmm. beach scene, the scenes in the cinema. It as, For me, black and white sometimes, it, it, I, I don't find it as much of a, a divider as you do. I think that sometimes it helps to create just very specific beauty. Mm-hmm. And I think the visuals of this film were just incredible. I did find the story slow moving, mm-hmm. but the reason I've ranked it high is that it really made me think afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like when I'd stopped watching it, it ran through my head for the next like twenty four hours, and I was like thinking about what it meant and what the characters meant and what it must have meant to the director and where those characters might be today. And mm-hmm. so I just think it's such a personal, artistic film that I just have to respect what it was trying to do. And yeah. for the most part, it worked for me. I just yeah, I do respond more to films that are a little more dialogue driven, a little bit more plot driven, but. I really respected that the, the fact that I couldn't possibly write this below Behemoth Rhapsody. I might enjoy Bohemian Rhapsody more, just as, as a pure cinema watching experience. Mm-hmm. But it's like comparing a McDonald's to like a steak. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure, okay, yeah. yeah. I don't mean that to sound snobby. I just mean like if you give me the choice between the two, nine times out of ten, I'll eat the McDonald's. Mm. even yeah, no one's watching, I'll be like, fucking one at McDonald's. You know, yeah. <laughs> like but if you're like, what was the better meal? Mm-hmm. you would be like, actually. Steak was a bad meal. Yeah, I mean I'm talking in meat terms to a vegetarian, but do, do you know what I mean? Well, that's fine then. It's a good metaphor
0: because that's why I disagree here. Like, I don't yeah. understand where you're coming from with that, and so I've I've ranked in the opposite order.
1: Well, okay. Well, uh, let's say like uh, if you have like a mac and cheese versus um... <laughs> no, no. I, I I get what you're saying, yeah, John. Sure. Okay, I, I, you don't need to go further. Okay,
2: fine. qué tienes? ¿No me vas a No puedo. Estoy muerto. Entonces resucita pues y ya nos vamos.
0: No puedo, estoy muerto. Ah,
2: bueno. ¿Qué haces? ¿Qué haces? ¿Qué haces? Ya dime.
0: No puedo, estoy muerta.
1: All right, so what's your number uh, six or something? What's, what's your next film? My next film, okay. So we had Vice, Bohemian Rhapsody, Green Book. We're up to my number five now. Mm-hmm. My number five is Black Klansman. Um, that is the same. Oh, we're both at five with that. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: quite middle of the road really, isn't it? Yes,
1: this is a perfect example of a film that lands square in the middle. Yes. This is a film that I wanted so much to love. Yeah, me too. I really wanted this to I, be my favourite. Yes, I thought this film was going to be just an incredible
0: sort of... Comment on films like Green Book. Yes, like the, oh, this is what you yeah, know. All the Oscar films are about. There's always at least one every year that's just mm. white people feeling bad for being racist. Yeah, and this one's going to be kind of like that, but with a it's going to twist it on but, its but, head. But with yeah. a Spike Lee twist. Yeah, yeah, not not Spike Lee twist, but a Spike Lee sort of twirl on the film. <laughs> Spike Lee twist, but a twirl. I like that. Huh? It's not an alternative <laughs> word. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I love that. <laughs> yeah, and. It, it so nearly was, and the trailers made it look like that's what it was going to be. And yeah. I know a lot of people think that it was, and mm. obviously, you know, you are talk to your opinion, but in my opinion, it didn't hit the mark. It was it was close. It was yeah. so close mm. to just being a great film, Yeah, but somehow it just missed it. Yeah. And, I mean, it was a
1: while ago since I saw it, so I don't remember exactly how it missed it. I thought it was really style over substance, a little bit. Yeah. Like the trailer was amazing you went to pick Sean Connery I did want to Sean of a, sh-tryler, a sh-tryler. it was like the trailer was the best trailer I've seen all year like, oh yeah it was, when we, I remember we, it was the first time we saw that trailer we were both just like we need to see that film yeah that- like it looked so cool it was just because it told such a fascinating story mm. about a black guy who in the 70s I think who infiltrates the Ku Klux Klan by posing as a white man mm-hmm. with the help of a Jewish guy so it's two people who shouldn't be part of the Ku Klux Klan you know who are in Endangering themselves so much, and it should have been so tense. That was it. Yes, it was the lack of. <laughs> it, it should have been so like holy fuck, edge of seats. Yeah, Jesus Christ! But it was. It, it just played out as quite bland. Yeah, which is really disappointing. Really it's kind of fun. Really is, and. I don't know. I
0: just had such high expectations.
1: Yeah, I think expectations didn't help because we both well, went in one. Well, that's what the trailer did. That's yeah, the fault of the trailer. It did. It set. And there are films that we've we'll talked about that had amazing trailers that also delivered amazing films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this one, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it, it's such a shame. It is it, because it could because have been a classic. This this could have been
1: this could have been my number one easily. say. I was mm. so proud for it to be my number one. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad it's in the mix. Mm. I think it's an important film. I think it's an in, it's a smart film. It's a well-made film. It's a well-acted film. It, it doesn't do anything wrong. I'm not, I'm not going to say well-made
0: because because at the point you've made, you're like, it should have be been more tense. Yeah, that's And true. it kind of sells itself, even during the film, mm. that it's going to be more tense than it actually turns out to be. Yeah. That's its issue. Mm. No, actually, that that's very fair. Because you get all these scenes signposted beforehand, but like, okay, well, you know that he's he's going to go and infiltrate. Yeah. Um, That Adam Driver's going to go and infiltrate the Kaloukalos clan in this house party or whatever's going on. Mm. And, like, he goes down to the basement. You've seen that people have got guns. Somebody down there joins him with a gun, starts asking if he's Jewish and stuff, and it never gets tense. Yeah. It's always too lighthearted, and they're missing a big trick for that. Yeah. Because in all of those scenes, they've got two major characters. They've got Adam Driver, and they've got... I'm sorry about it, I don't remember his name. John David Washington. Yes, John David Washington. They, they, they've got him in another area. And mm-hmm. I believe multiple times in the film, those two are in different areas, but like the scene's happening at the same time, yes. essentially. And they could do something where one is in a big, big tense moment, and the other one's in more of a comical moment, yeah. which is kind of what they just sort of get midway between. Yeah. forever. it, it could have it's, ma- it's midway between tension and comedy yeah, and it, it. doesn't it, specifically do either. Yeah,
1: it could have yeah, we we just said how we wanted it to be super tense. It could just as easily have been just a comedy. Mm. And that would've been great. But yeah, it lands in the middle in that weird bland middle place where it's kind of neither use nor ornaments. Yeah. It's just kind of like watchable, but you never really feel anything. And yeah. you, this is a film that should make you really feel something. So, and, yeah. yeah. So, and it left me feeling now I've only
0: seen it the once, and mm. I really hope that even after me ranking it like this, I really hope that I come back to it and I enjoy it. Same. Yeah. Because I, I will watch this again. Yeah. At some
1: point, I don't know when that's going to be, mm. but I will watch this again. It's it's that good a film.
2: Yeah.
1: And yeah, I hope I enjoy it. Yeah, this is a film I really wish I could have ranked higher, but it just didn't quite land for me. Mm. So
0: yeah, say we're trapped, but that have had a gun in my face, and he was an. Ass-hair away from pulling the trigger. And he didn't. But he could have. And then I would have been dead. For what? Stopping some jerk-offs from playing dress-up? Flip, it's
2: intel. Well, I'm not risking my life to prevent some rednecks from lighting a couple sticks on fire. This is the job. What's your problem? That's my problem. For you, it's a crusade. Mm-hmm. For me, it's a
1: job. Yeah. So that was my number five, and your number five is two. So what's your number four, then? We're getting to the good stuff. My number four now. is Green Book. We covered that Okay, number. yeah, we covered Green Book, yeah. Cool. Yeah, um, Your number four? A Star is Born. Brilliant. So I just put that there because I think it's very well made and well acted, even though it is a little bit middle of the road. Yeah. So top three time. Top three?
0: Yeah. All right. So my number three is Bohemian Rhapsody.
1: Okay, sure.
0: I, I've put Bohemian Rhapsody that high because, not that I disagree with everything that you've said, mm-hmm. because you've made some very good points. Like the film, it's it's all right. Yeah. It's, it's just fine. It's, a lot of the acting is below par.
1: A lot of it feels like a Richard Curtis movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know, this film was just so much fun for me. Yeah. I had such a good time and it would be wrong of me to forget how much I enjoyed this in cinema. Yeah. And there is definitely something something to be said for enjoying something like a lot when you see it for the first time.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: But I felt the kind of emotion at the end of this film, just the way that this film ended, I felt the kind of emotion that I feel when I watch Iron Man, which since my last ranking, is my favourite film. Sure, yeah. You know, just that ultimate joy of watching something you absolutely love Mm -hmm. and you just feel so happy about it. Yeah. And this film did that. Even though it's not the happiest of films. No. Because it touched on a lot of topics, Mm -hmm. particularly a lot lot of negative topics about Freddie Mercury, you know, for him contracting AIDS and Mm -hmm. eventually dying of that. But, Yeah. Just it made me feel so good that it would be wrong of me not to rank
1: it where I've ranked it. No, I think that's perfectly fair. I feel like we've talked about this film like four or five times now because we reviewed Mm. it, then we did the Oscar. we've, (laughs) We've covered it a lot, but just to reiterate what I've said in the past is that for me, I know a lot of people don't like the way this film portrays Freddie Mercury's illness or his life, whatever. I think it's very respectful to how Freddie Mercury himself would want to be portrayed absolutely it doesn't focus on his illness it, it doesn't define him by how he died it defines him by how he lived mm. which was as an amazing entertainer Yeah, you know, the, the stuff about his sexuality you know you could question but I think he wouldn't want a film series about him that focuses so much on him dying of AIDS mm. I think the focus on his relationship with Mary is very fair because that's true because she was the love of his life She he wrote the song The Love of My Life mm-hmm. so I have no problems with the way it depicts him as a person I, and you know No one can speak for Freddie Mercury but himself. Mm -hmm. Nobody will ever know. But, yeah, I think a lot of people are judging the film by how they feel like it should be based on 2018-2019 standards Mm -hmm. rather than by what it represents in terms of how he actually lived his life, which was in the 80s, let's let's not forget, which is a different time. And, you know, he lived the life he lived. And I think to try and crowbar that into a 2018-2019 narrative would be disrespectful. Mm -hmm. So I don't have any particular problems i ranked it low more because i don't think it's even though i i'm right there with you i really enjoyed it Mm -hmm. i can't forget that it wasn't particularly you know when i compare it to like Roma or the favorite or even stuff like green book it wasn't terribly well made for me yeah one great performance and an interesting and great music lifting up and otherwise i've I've said
0: that though in in a lot of the other films they didn't put any feet wrong Mm. this one did it made a lot of mistakes absolutely did mainly for me, is just the supporting cast. Yeah. The supporting cast are just a massive weakness in this film. Yeah. Obviously, Rami Malek is amazing in this. Yes. He brings the film up to the standard that it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, I hope it's not controversial, but the directing in this, mm-hmm. the bits that were Brian Singer, which I know for a fact is at least the Live Aid performance at the end, because yeah. that's the scene they filmed first. Mm-hmm. That is just outstanding. Yeah. It's really good because it is so accurate to what the mm. performances were or to what at least that live a performance was i don't know about the other ones throughout the film yeah. which also i found incredible yeah it, really enjoyable it comes
1: alive when he performs absolutely yeah,
0: yeah. and you know what maybe that's not for the sake of it being a good film or just the sake of freddie mercury being a great performer but, but if the you fact can recapture exactly the, the, yeah. the fact that the film can replicate that in such a way yeah. is brilliant and one thing that's also not said that much. I've not seen a film that is as well dubbed as this film.
1: Yeah, the sound engineering is incredible. Mm. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So sound mixing, which I've now learnt that that is okay. I, 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 this... I, I believe. Sure. Okay. I think. Oh god, I really don't know. <laughs> yes, this this one is got to be my favourite.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's very fair. and I agree with you. Like, whatever Brian Singer may or may not have done, you know, I don't know, but it's that weird thing. It, just because someone does bad things. you just pretend that the work isn't as good as it is because at the end of the day if you just watch this film and take all that out of account the musical sequences are incredibly well directed Mm -hmm. and you know maybe we shouldn't maybe it's right that he's not been nominated for best director maybe he shouldn't be rewarded if we know that his private life is he's doing the things that he's been accused of but Just as a film, you can't say it's not well-directed, because it is. Those scenes are fantastically directed, so, Mm -hmm. yeah, I agree with you.
0: Because this film is not going to get made again. No, it's not. Like, there's not going to be another film like this, of Freddie Mercury or Queen's life. Yeah. So... If you want to reward this film, you shouldn't not reward it just because of Brian Singer.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um Well I think they've made the compromise where they've it's nominated for best picture, best actor, mm. a lot of technicals, but not best director. Yeah. And also I mean that'd be hard because there are two directors on the film, so it's hard to it's, say who did what, but yes. I think that it's a delicate line, but you're right. Like I know that that annoyed you with First Man where where it was like, This is the only chance we're gonna get to see yeah. Neil Armstrong's film and it sucked. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, a so very fair that's, placing. So, so that, that was, was your number fact three? That was my number three. Okay. Uh, my number three was Roma, which yes. we would pretty much discuss. But yeah, I just I just couldn't put it any lower. I did find it a little dull, but mm. I also thought that it was a, an artistic achievement. It was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. The cinematography was so incredible, and it it just felt like a real work of art. Yeah. So I just had to you know respect that. I couldn't possibly say this was a worse film than like Bohemian Rhapsody or Star Is Born, which were just kind of average films, mm-hmm. or Black Klansman even. Yeah, so. Yeah. So now comes the moment in the episode where we announce the,
0: the films two. That, that we, well, that are our best picture choices. Oh, we've got the same top two. We do, which is oh. actually quite nice. Yeah. So it's both been Black Panther and a favourite, which, to be fair, I'm
1: surprised that you John. I did not think Black Panther would make it this high for you. I, well, again, I just, if I look at the criteria, like, did I enjoy it? Yes. Was it well made? Yes. Was it artistic? Yes. Do you want to talk about these films and then rank them afterwards? Yeah, let's do it that way. Yeah, so sure. Black Panther then.
0: Okay. I think that... Black Panther of this list may be the only one, or it may be one of two or three, that I feel are absolute moments in cinema. Yeah, absolutely. This is a film that is never going to be forgotten. Mm -hmm. It's a game changer. Absolutely, yeah. And for that reason, it's got to be ranked as high as we've both ranked it, I believe. Sure. It wasn't a perfect film. No. It had its... It didn't have its bad moments per se, but just... It was formulaic. Yeah. It took a very familiar formula Mm that obviously Marvel has been using... Very successfully for the past ten years. Yeah, it did it well. It took a new turn on things by just appealing to a very different group of people, mm-hmm. and so incredibly celebratory. Yeah, it was just a beauty to watch.
1: It was. So
0: my love thing... the beauty to watch, as in to watch the actual film, but to watch the film coming out
1: and to see how successful and how much it meant to people. Yeah, yeah,
0: and to like watch the the, the premieres of it and all the images around that and seeing people at the cinema. Like, I, I I met people at the cinema who I've never met, at, not, not meet people at the cinema. Yeah. But, like, I did watch on Black Panther, and they said, like, we never go to the cinema, but we came for this. Yeah. It was just great just to see people just really enjoying this massive celebratory moment in cinema. Yeah, absolutely. Um, of, you know, finally, it's a bit of mainstream
1: media that's not yeah. just straight white men. Sure. No, I don't even, I mean, yes, that added to my enjoyment as well. But the reason it's number two for me is that... Spoilers. Oh, sorry. The reason it's in the top two for me. It may well be number one. The reason it's in my top two is that looking at these films, like what they're trying to be versus what they are. Mm -hmm. Yes, Bohemian Rhapsody was fun, but there were parts that it didn't land. Yes. So is Black Panther as artistic as Roma? No, you know, it doesn't have the, you know, in the sense that it's, you know, is the cinematography as unique? No. You know, is it as iconic in this? No. But is it succeeding on its own terms? Mm -hmm. There were no scenes in Black Panther that I can remember that didn't work. Mm -hmm. It was well paced. It was well acted. It looked great. It was engaging. The characters are interesting. The costumes were fantastic. You know, Mm -hmm. everything it was trying to deliver on, it delivered on. And it was also breaking boundaries. So it just across the board, succeeded for me. Yeah. So that's why I rank it really highly. I think there's nothing I can point to in this film and be like, well, that didn't really work, which for everything below it, you know. You know, Roma was artistic but not very engaging. Mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody was engaging, but not very autistic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For me, it is an almost perfect popcorn movie. Mm-hmm. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. That is to be respected. So for me, that's why it deserves to be in yeah. the top two. Yeah, no, no, I absolutely agree with all yeah. that. I think that's... That's very well put. Yeah, because I'm also not... You know, you're a big Marvel guy. I'm not necessarily... You know, I've watched a lot of them now because of mm. our friendship, but... Um, Sorry. Well, <laughs> no, it's not an insult. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm ha- I've, happy, I've enjoyed most of them. I'm just saying that, like, you know, you know, it's something that you're very passionate about. It's not something that I, you know, am as passionate about. But even yeah, yeah. so, I found this to be just pure pleasure to watch. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, well, great, because that's a lot of what the film did, was yeah. bringing new people into a genre that have not been in a genre. Yeah, sure. necessarily because they've just not been represented.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: this film is great. I love rewatching this film. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun for a lot of reasons. Yeah.
2: I'm exercising my blood right. The challenge for the mantles of King and Black Panther. Do not do this, T'Challa. As the son of Prince Injobu, he is within his rights. He has no rights here. The challenge will take weeks to prepare. Weeks? I don't need weeks. The whole country ain't got to be there. I just need him and somebody to get me out of these chains. T'Challa, what do you know of this? I accept your challenge.
0: Okay, so before we announce uh, where we've got to with our rankings the other one. The other, other one the, list, is, so. the other one that we've we've since not mentioned and not one of us has made a pun no yet which we I think that's we've we've done, we've done yeah. very well yeah the favorite the favorite yeah so this film was obviously the film that you were looking forward to the most since the trailers came this out this was my black panther yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as as you stated before the trailers for this film completely summed up what this film was going to be and the yeah. film delivered. It really did deliver, yeah. Would you say it delivered 100% or any more than that?
1: Well, not any more. I would say it delivered
0: 99%. Oh, really? So you think the trailer... Well, so what I mean was the trailers give you a standard Yeah. and then the film, did it give
1: you that exact standard? Did it give you slightly less or slightly more? It almost did. I wouldn't say it's like a perfect film. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit cagey about calling anything perfect. It, it did slightly drag at the end. That's my only thing. It was, a slight, yes. it was yeah. slightly no, I remember long. that. Yes, it did. But in terms of like the tone, absolutely. Like mm. The trailer set up a really interesting film and the real film delivered on that completely. And in many ways added to it. Like the, the trailer made it look crazy and mad and fun. And I was like, great. Mm. It's, it's a campy, silly you know, costume drama mm-hmm. with lesbians and yeah. <laughs> wigs and love it. And the film delivered that and also had a bit of a gut punch. Like There was genuinely emotional moments that mm-hmm. I really appreciated. So yeah. it really was... A very satisfying cinematic experience. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I mm. don't really have much more to add to it than I really
0: enjoyed it. And I feel sad that I've not watched it again since. No, yeah, I'm
1: looking forward to watching this um, one again. Absolutely. This is going to be a great film to rewatch. Absolutely, yeah. It's so well acted. Mm. It's a real, like, three-hander. All three main actresses and a lot of supporting casters. as well. Nicholas Holt is fantastic. Mm. But the main three are just three of the standout acting performances of the year, I think. Like, all yeah. three of them are just absolutely superb. It's been really nice seeing Olivia Coleman getting so much acclaim for this. Like, she's done so well.
0: I love her on the chat shows. She's just so, so happy. She is. Her and
1: Richard E. Grant are just like the sunshine of all the season. They're just like having the best time. They're just so much fun to watch. Because they're so happy to to be in this moment. Like, Mm. yeah,
0: it's great. I love how, especially Olivia Coleman, the way that she comes across, she just makes herself look so normal. Yeah, exactly. It's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And like when she's out on these chat shows, she's just looking so
1: starstruck with all the people she's sat yes. on the couch with. Yeah, exactly. She's just it's just great fun. <laughs> she's just so great. She is. She's you'd have to work so hard to dislike Olivia Coleman because mm. she's just pure charm. I'm ready for the Russian ambassador. Who did your makeup? We went for something dramatic. Do you like it? You look like a badger. Oh. Are you going to cry? Really?
2: Well, What do you think you look like? Badger.
0: Okay. I'm going to reveal that uh, my favourite to win the Best Picture of 2019 is in fact Black Panther. I'm shocked and stunned to my very
1: core. (laughs) Really? Would you be that surprised if I ranked that as number two? Uh, well, I mean, I know you did like the favourite, but I mean, for you and Marvel, it's like, it would, it would take a lot for this to not be your number one. Okay, okay, that's fair. I mean, I'd like to think that that's
0: not the case of me just being like, hey, this is my thing. I want this No, to- I mean, if I put oh, it like oh, at oh, number oh, seven I want, and you I want this put it to do one, well. I'd be a bit
1: more like... But no, I, clearly I put it at number two. Mm. It's clearly close. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's an absolutely justified decision. Yeah. So don't, I, I'm not saying that you like, oh, of course, Harry went for the Marvel film. Mm-hmm. But obviously that is, you know much like you'd probably be surprised if I put Black Panther for number one when what did you spoiler put? alert the favourite is my number one the yeah. favourite okay yeah. great but yeah that, that's just a personal taste thing. but mm. I think both films deliver exactly what is expected of them mm-hmm. fully with great acting and great yeah. set design and great direction and everything so it's just a case of what resonates with you a little bit more mm-hmm. and yeah there's not much in it for me at all yeah. I would be very happy if either of these won Best Picture yes. really would I, I wouldn't de- feel any guilt about de- it any, def- definitely yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, let's have a quick look down the list here. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just those two that I'd be super happy with. Everything else... Well, I'd say every, everything else other than A Star is Born and Vice, I'd be like, yeah, all right. Those two would be like, really? And then yeah. A Star is Born and Vice i would be like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so actor in a leading role. Actor in a leading role. So we have nominees. Christian Bale from Vice, mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper from A Star is Born, William Dafoe from At Eternity's Gate, Rami Malek from Bohemian Rhapsody, and Viggo Mortensen from
1: Green Book. Okay. You? What do you think? So I've not yet seen Willow Dafoe in a t- at Eternity's Gate. The same. I will attempt to have watched it by the Oscar night. Mm-hmm. So with that out of a contention, I don't think he's going to win anyway. Mm. I would say Bradley Cooper. I think he was the best of all of them, really. Even though the film was kind of average.
0: Yeah, I think I
1: agree. It's close
0: between him and Rami Malek. Yeah. I think Rami Malek was outstanding. Bradley Cooper was very, very similar. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> Bradley Cooper was there.
1: really good in an average film. Rami Malek was outstanding in a slightly less good film so it's kind of like i know i think bradley cooper was outstanding yeah no he was out so he was outstanding in a a better film so whereas i think bradley cooper was in a better film and and he was outstanding and he was outstanding i think (laughs) ryan
0: malik was outstanding but the film wasn't as good yeah
1: exactly so it's like maybe it's easier to acknowledge ryan malik because he was elevating a film that wasn't Mm, that great but yeah in comparison like yeah but either of those i'd be fine with i think Uh, Willem Dafoe and Viggo Mortensen are kind of filler like I've not seen Willem Dafoe Viggo Mortensen was great like he was very good I can't fault his performance Mm -hmm. I don't think it was like outstanding I think it was as good as it needed to be yeah and Christian Bale it wasn't bad, but I didn't like it. Yeah, we both did. I'd be annoyed we if bo- We way. both didn't like him, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, he's the best actress in leading role. We've got yeah. Yalitza Aparicio yeah. from Roma. Well, Glenn Close from The Wife, which I've not seen. Okay. I've say. seen it, yes. Okay. But Olivia Colman from The Favourite, mm-hmm. Lady Gaga from A Star Is Born, and Melissa McCarthy from Can You Ever Forgive Me? Yeah.
1: Do you want to go first for this one?
0: Now, I've always said I don't like Lady Gaga in A Star Is Born just because she's fine. I think that she's been nominated
1: purely because of her name. Yeah, sure. I think she's been nominated because she was as good as she needed to be like mm. she rose to the level of the film she didn't like exceed the level of the film yeah
0: I think everybody was looking like oh this is a first time film actress yeah
1: like it could have been awful but she, yeah.
0: yeah Elisa Aparicio oh, as, as we covered in the review it's it's a little bit hard to judge mm-hmm. because of many different reasons lighting being one of them not being able to see her face a lot of the yeah. time
1: and it's a very different kind of performance compared that, to the others oh yeah. that too yeah mm, Melissa McCarthy Olivia Coleman, it's difficult
0: Stuff. Olivia Coleman was very good mm-hmm. and she was very fun to watch. Melissa McCarthy, no, I'm giving it to Olivia Coleman, yeah, because Melissa McCarthy I feel like she has made an incredible entry into a style of film that she is not known for, mm-hmm. and that does deserve rewarding, mm-hmm. same as it does for Lady Gaga, yeah. Whereas Olivia Coleman, she's been in this field for quite a while, yeah, and I would be so so happy if she won, yeah. I mean, she absolutely deserves it. Mm. They all deserve it. Yeah. They're, they're all great. Olivia Colman, I think, has the edge.
1: I would agree. I would give this to Olivia Coleman. It was my favourite of the performances. It was so... I gave that a lot of fluff, didn't I? No, no. That's <laughs> all. i you explained it really well. It's, it's a really strong... It's like... She is reaching peak Olivia Colman. Like, not oh yes, her. yes she is. I put Melissa McCarthy at my number two as well because mm. I thought she was fantastic. I forgot I was watching her, which for an actress like mm. her, who is like obviously very famous and very recognizable, has a certain style. Mm-hmm. It's you know it's not easy to forget that you're watching them, but I really did. She really disappeared into the role in the best way. Yeah. But yeah, I just think Olivia Colman. This was the perfect role, the perfect performance. Mm. And Melissa McCarthy, I think... Will have another chance. Uh, exactly, yeah. yeah.
0: Not that Olivia Colman will No, she might very well. But I, I feel like this is the perfect Olivia Colman movie. Mm-hmm. And Melissa McCarthy, she's still... I think she's still feeling her way into this field. Yeah, I agree. And I'm saying that because she's done one film.
1: Uh, yeah, that one like, dramatic film. Yeah, exactly,
0: yeah, yeah, of course. She could do anything, yeah. Melissa McCarthy. I think she could do really, really well. Yeah. And she could find her feet.
1: Absolutely. I think Olivia Coleman has found her feet and she's just done that yeah. very well. So I'd put, the, yeah, I'd put those in the top two and mm-hmm. I would say Olivia Coleman is my favourite as well. I would put Lady Gaga last as well just because, same reasons you said, I think she was perfectly adequate but I just didn't get a transcendent moment when I was like, wow, I'm just so amazed by you. mm Yolitia Aparizzo and Glenn Close. I think I put Yolitsia third because I think she was perfect for the performance that she was expected to give. Like for what what was on the page, mm-hmm. she delivered perfectly. Yeah. Glenn Close is probably gonna win, I think.
0: Okay, well I've not seen it, so I can't I can't buy no. in.
1: She's really good. Like she's a very good actress, but I just didn't really love the movie. Mm. I think that's the main thing. It's like it's disappointing because it won't be a win for the film. It's not a bad film, and I, I think if if you watch it, you don't have the kind of Glenn Close baggage that I do because you really, you've not seen all the films that I've seen of Glenn Close. Yeah, like you might really like it. It's it's a good film. It's enter- It's it's interesting. It tells a good story, and she's very good. But it really is a it's a sympathy win. It's a. You've been around for a long time. This might be your last chance. She's an older actress. She's in her seventies, I think now, or late sixties, certainly. Mm -hmm. She's not going to get many more chances, and it's just like it's time, you know. And that's fine. Like I don't think that's a bad, but I just think it's a shame to not win it for the best. For be, it's a shame to win the gold medal for not your best race. Yeah. And I think that's what that is. It's like she gives a very good performance in a film that's just okay, and. So yeah, I'd put it in fourth, but I think she's probably going to win.
0: Okay, well, best supporting actor then. So we've got Mahershala Ali in Green Book, Mm -hmm. Adam Driver in Black Klansman, spoiler alert, it's not him, Sam Elliott in A Star Is Born, Richard
1: E. Grant in Can You Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell in Vice. This is very easy for me. Richard E. Grant all the way. Yeah? Absolutely Richard E. Grant.
0: Let's have a look. So Mahershala Ali, I think he's got a shout. I think he'll probably win, yeah. Do you think? Okay. Let's see, Adam Driver, no. Sam Elliott, he didn't really have anything to do. No. Sam Elliott is
1: a great actor, and he can do brilliant characters. This was not that... It was too small of a role. Yeah. It wasn't really a big role for him. Yeah. And I know it's supporting, but even so, it just didn't really... There was no, like, big, meaty scene for him. No. Yeah. Sam Rockwell, again, amazing actor,
0: not his film
1: no i don't i i genuinely object to that being nominated i don't think he was in really? it enough and i don't think he was I, I, good enough actually yes i agree yeah he, he wasn't in it enough
0: he was just doing sam rockwell yeah it felt um, like and, a... and it just coincided that sam rockwell as george bush
1: works i mean he wasn't bad but i d- it felt i think he I, I think he was really good i think he he did a good george bush impersonation but it felt like a sketch show impersonation of george bush I think when you're impersonating a president... It's, it's f- always it, going to be it, that it, way, yeah. Any president. Especially someone feels- like him, because he's made, he's been made fun of so much. I mean, George Bush, not I would so say much. any president. Sure, well, think, yeah. Think,
0: think, think, think of a, a president that you know well enough that it's not that case.
1: True, no, like, it's not you, 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 can't, you can't do a, a serious Trump. No, you can't do a serious um, Bill Clinton. You could maybe do a serious Obama. I'm sure in the next few years, somebody will. Right? Ah, yeah, maybe.
0: Okay, so... Yeah, Richard E. Grant, I think. Uh, Mahershala is great in this.
1: I think they're the clear top two. Oh, it's like the top two, huge oh, yeah. gap. The other three. Oh, definitely, yeah.
0: yeah. Richard E. Grant, for the same reasons that Olivia Coleman, he's doing peak Richard E. Grant yeah. in the most Richard e. Granty role <laughs> that has
1: ever Richard E. Granted. <laughs> And he's just been so delightful, like yeah. on the whole campaign. Have you seen any of his interviews? The past? I have. Yeah. yeah, he's just having the best time. Yeah. <laughs> he's just enjoying him. It. it would just be like the perfect Cinderella story if he won and just got to be up there and be like, "You did it, man!" Yeah, it's just really, yeah. I loved him so much, and he was the heart and soul of as much as Melissa McCarthy was amazing. Those two together are what makes. Can you ever give me such a special film? And mm. yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Again, I'd be so happy if he
0: wins. I would be. That that would. I would be this, like this Oscars. Cheering. This Oscars could be an amazing Oscars because yeah. a
1: few little surprises like that could really turn it around. Yeah, for I don't think I've had. I've ever had this much
0: passion spread across this many awards. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, okay, best supporting actress. Then so we have Amy Adams in Vice, mm-hmm. Marina Del Torevio in Roma. Mm-hmm. Uh, Regina King in If Beale Street Could Talk, which I've not seen. Me neither. Okay, but I will. And Emma Stone and Rachel Vice both in the favourite. Sure, you go first this time. Okay, it's not Vice. No. It's not Roma. No. So that means it is going to be the favourite, and we already know it's Emma Stone from me. Okay. I could understand why people say Rachel Vice. However, I would need to
1: see this film again to actually judge that. Sure.
0: Because. It's difficult. Emma Stone is in the lead role.
1: Yeah, she, it feels like she should be nominated for Best Actress. I think yes. the film is more about her. Yeah, you know.
0: absolutely. Yeah, I, I and don't, you know I, what? I,
1: Actually, mm? as much as I'm happy to see Olivia Coleman in Best Lead, mm-hmm. I think if they'd switched it, mm-hmm. if Emma Stone was in Best Lead, she wouldn't win because she won a couple of years ago. Mm. But it'd be like it would be a respectable nomination. Olivia Colman would have this sewn up. Yeah, she would have that Oscar <laughs> sewn. The oh God, up. she would. And I kind of at that, almost wow. wish they changed it. I kind of almost wish they'd been like, you know what, put her in supporting, and she'll actually take it. she'll take it. Because I could see all three of them not getting an Oscar. Mm. Whereas if she, if Olivia Colman had been the supporting actress, and there's so little in it in terms of screen time, there's no question she would have won. Oh, yeah. She would absolutely have won. Yeah, yeah. So that's. Oh, it's annoying. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll wait and see until next. We will because see. Maybe she'll win anyway. Yeah. yeah. We'll we'll find out. If, she, if if she doesn't win, then that's what they should have done. Yeah. If she, if, yeah. if she does win, yeah. then they made the it right. It was a choice noble gamble yeah. because, I mean, say we will. I think it's a more prestigious award to win the lead than it is to win a supporter Oh, it absolutely is, and that's why they've done it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. God, I hope yeah. she wins. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Emma Stone for the favorite. Okay. For me, also not seeing Regina King in If Beale Street. I will see it this week. I'm looking forward to it. I really respect her as an actress. I think mean, she's. A very, very talented actress, and mm. I'm sure I will enjoy her performance. Yeah. Uh, the four I have seen, yeah, Amy Adams, one of my all time favourite actresses in other things. Mm-hmm. Like, she deserves an Oscar, but not for this. So it comes down to Marina Ditavera from Roma and the two favourite actresses. Mm-hmm. I'd put Marina in third, yeah. Yeah. So for me, the favourite actresses. I would give it to Rachel Vice. I like that performance more than you did. I thought it was very subtle, but mm-hmm. in a good way. I thought the scene. Where she confronts the Queen, at the, and she's like, I'll never lie to you, and that's what true love is, because mm-hmm. I'll always tell you if you look foolish. I'll tell you if you look like a bad girl. Mm-hmm. That is one of the defining film scenes of the year for me, and I thought she was so good in that scene, mm-hmm. so I I would give it to Rachel Vice. Okay, fair yeah. enough. That makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so directing. Uh, mm-hmm. We have okay. Spike Lee for Black Klansman. hmm Pavel Paolikowski for Cold War. hmm Yorgos Lanthimos for The favorite Mm-hmm. Alfonso Curran for Roma and Adam McKay for Vice. Okay. Now, we all know it's not Adam McKay,
1: and it's also none of us have seen Cold War yet, but we will. Right? Yes. Okay, so that's it's a, it's a one of three. So
0: right? it's between the favorite and the Roma. And Black Klansman. It's not Black Klansman.
1: Black Klansman is is in third, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do think as much as Roma wasn't my favorite film, it was incredible. It, so it was so well directed. It was so well directed,
0: and the favorite and it's, was. D- it's difficult because we both just have so much love for the favorite.
1: Yeah. I would give, I'm going to give this to Roma. I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. I, I think like the favorite is a great great Oscar film. I hope it wins a lot. Yeah. People are going to be studying Roma and the way it, the, the individual scenes, the cinematography, the way it looks, mm-hmm. which is all him. He's also the cinematographer. Mm-hmm. For decades. It's just going to be one of those films that's like it's such an achievement. So I'm going to give it to Alfonso. Can
0: I'm 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 with you on that and although it's a difficult decision for me to make, I do feel quite strongly that yes, Roma is the is yeah. is the winner of this. Yeah. It's got to be. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Oh, great. I feel strongly about another award. Cool, yeah. <laughs> This Oscars could be a tragedy. It could go really badly <laughs> or really well, then. Okay, so next one up is cinematography yeah. um, for, for me. I, I've put this in an order of how much I care about
1: these things. Sure, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just talking at Wikipedia, so I'm going to scalp through <laughs> Where's
0: cinematography? Okay, so cinematography, we have Cold War by L- uh, Lucas Zal. Yeah. With a favourite by Robbie Ryan. Never Look Away by Caleb Deschanel. Roma, by Alfonso Cuaron, and A Star is Born by Matthew Liberty Okay, so now has a scene, Never Look Away, or Cold War yet. Correct. Uh, so again, the cinematography, The Favourite, Roma, and A Star is Born. It's not A Star is Born. No. Because that, we don't remember from cinematography point of view. The Favourite did some really creative things. Uh, I thought that the, the Favourite, it looked fantastic. The fisheye, yeah. It looked weird. Yes. It, looked it kept super, you on edge. super, super weird, and yet yeah, it kept you on edge, which is what the film was trying to do. Yeah. And, well, they did do very successfully, and it fitted very well. Yeah. But for the reasons you just talked about for directing...
1: It has to be Roma. Really. It, it's, it's just the most beautiful film of the year, and that is yeah. Yeah, visually the most beautiful. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. That's that's Roma's all the way.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, my next one here is Makeup and Hairstyling.
1: Great. <laughs> I love how that's so high <laughs> up for you. Actually, I think a
0: part of this, John, this order is just because of um, how likely it is I'm going to watch all these films. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, sure. Okay, yeah, that makes
0: sense. So, yeah, makeup and hairstyle is Mary Queen of Scots, border and vice.
1: Oh well, okay. So this is we've only seen one, so
2: it's, yeah. kind,
0: of, it's kind of hard to. You know, we've only seen one. However, I'm going to give it to Mary Queen of Scots. I would agree. Yeah, just I I've, don't. I've, think... I've, I've seen I've seen in the trailers, and they have made some choices. Yes, I would agree with you. They they have done a lot of things there. I feel like Margot Robbie is wearing Papier Mache. Yeah. And she wanted that Oscar yeah. so bad. I'm so <laughs> sad she wasn't. i am not seen the film. Well, I mean, technically, she's already won an Oscar for best makeup. True. Because yeah. she won Suicide
1: Squad. Well, yeah. True.
0: Let's be honest, it was her. Her makeup was the best in that. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Oh, but cool. I don't think she applied it herself, though. Killer, Killer Croc was pretty good, though. Yeah, true. He was good.
0: And the Joker was fine, I guess. But, like, she was a contributing factor. Yeah. So, sure. yeah.
1: <laughs> You know what, Margot? You can take that as an Oscar.
0: Has she already got one? Did she get? Did she get in Frightonia?
1: No, she was nominated but did not win. Yeah. Has she won it now? She's never. No, she's had one Oscar nomination as an actress, which was Frightonia. So yeah. Okay. She, uh, she'll, she'll. She will get. There. She'll get there at some point. Mm. Yeah. She wanted it for this, but th- th- it didn't happen. But yeah. No. I'm the same. Vice didn't deserve it. Like I no. found the makeup and hairstyling not bad, but distracting. It took away it took me film. out of the film. Yeah. 100%, yeah. So, yeah. So
0: yeah. So yeah, makeup and hair. I'm giving to Mary Queen of Scots, despite same. having only seen the trailer.
1: Yeah. I'm
0: right um, there with you. That is an insult device, it right? It really is. Well, I, yeah, but I agree with you. Like, um, sorry, Border, I've not seen you. Yeah, Border's dance um, and so And well. let's be honest, I'm probably not going to.
1: Yeah.
0: Costume design. So we have The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which yeah. I've not yet seen. i
1: try and see that in a Yeah, time, I really do yeah. want to.
0: Uh, we've also got Black Panther. We've got The Favourite, Mary Poppins Returns, and Mary, Queen of Scots. For this one, it's... Cl- you know what? Of the three I've seen, Black Panther, Favourite, and Mary Poppins... They're all good shouts. They've all done, I, I think, some quite creative things. The favourite, I would say, less so than the other two, because there have been a lot of period pieces in the past. Yeah, I didn't um, find it's,
1: myself it's, noticing the costumes. It's well, well I did. Okay. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I thought they were, they were I fantastic. Mean, I mean, how were... could you
0: not? But it's not doing anything brand new. No, well,
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't mean that they were boring. But I was like, it wasn't like holy shit. Yeah. These are amazing. Yeah, like we
0: we've seen all that before. Yeah. Um, Mary Poppins, for me, the only bit was in that film where they go into the cartoon world and they've all got kind of cartoon costumes, but they're not. Mm -hmm. Like, you can tell that they're real costumes that the actors are wearing. Sure. But they look kind of cartoony. Yeah. And that, I think, is definitely worth something. Sure. However, for me, Black Panther takes the win on that because the amount of detail that goes into the costumes, not just the costumes on whole but every single costume. Yeah they put a lot of effort into and it's not like every character has one costume throughout the whole film there are multiple costume changes for the quite large cast that they have hmm. and every costume I think is quite iconic recognisable and also this is where you award wigs I believe yes. <laughs> Yeah, and Black the Pan- wigs were amazing Black Panther takes it for that too yeah. an Oscar that should exist best wig but absolutely I agree pretty about yeah. it. Else, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, Black Panther, again, I feel very passionate about this award. Yeah, no, I and agree. I, and I have done since watching Black Panther, which was before last year's Oscars. True, yeah. And I felt that passion for over 12 months. That, that wig passion is yeah, strong, yeah. And it better bloody no, had. Come no, I through. agree. Like, not, well, not just the wigs, the costume is yeah, mainly. No, oh, yeah. But, we found the, the, the favorite.
1: For, there! Yeah, I'm found the favorite, but the, yeah, Black Panther has by far the best costumes of the year. Right, film editing. I put a double space before this award. Uh, this this, is where it gets the, a the, bit it's, hard it's where we as start judge, yeah.
0: less understanding what we're sure. talking about. Yes. So, film editing. We have Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, and Vice. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not Vice. It's not Vice. I'm man. pretty
1: much boycotting that for everything. Yeah. It's the most <laughs> obviously edited film. The, you know, what Vice? It's, yeah, because it's like mm. a you know it's a different format, but I don't like the way it's structured so now.
0: Green Book, I didn't notice the editing. No, I don't no. know
1: if not noticing the editing is
0: is a good thing, no? a good thing or a bad thing. Um, but Green Book, it didn't come up. I didn't think, oh yeah, the editing. Yeah. Mm, right. The favorite, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, definitely. Black Klansman. I don't remember it so well. I don't feel fair to judge for this one. I'm going to treat it as though I've not seen Black Klansman. Okay, sure, yeah. Just because. I don't quite remember enough.
1: Well, I think if it was better edited, it would have been more thrilling. Maybe. Because that's very much a part of the tension. Yeah, that that yeah. is true. Yeah.
0: But yeah, the favourite of Rhapsody is Bekeeping Rhapsody for me. Really? Because the stuff they did in the live shows.
1: Okay, I'll
0: give you that. They did some really good stuff. And like they did a lot of montages. Mm-hmm. I'm sure
1: that's editing. Sure, yeah. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> I'm going to go for the favourite because the scenes that I really liked, I feel like, were very well edited. Like... The shooting scenes, the scene where they're, like, throwing loads of fruits at the... Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, You know, it was just, like, there was yeah. lots of individual scenes that were, like... You know what, yeah, you're Very right. well... And, and, like, the dance scene, that was fantastically cut. <laughs> that scene was amazing. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm going to give this to the, the favourite, I think, okay, because it's cool. a very well-edited film.
0: Sure. Um, next award is production design. So, mm-hmm. we have Black Panther, the favourite... By the way, this is, as far as I can tell, like, sets, sets and... Yeah just other stuff so we've got black panther the favorite first man mary poppins returns and roma mm-hmm. it's, it's just roma mm-hmm. it's it, it's just roma i it really is i think that all the other ones they they did very well i think mary poppins is a bit of a standout for mm-hmm. me they did a very good job of recreating not just the physical sets but the feel of the old film yeah they did very well with that. I imagine a whole cartoon scene that counts in some yeah. way. I don't oh, it know. I absolutely don't, does, yeah. I don't know how, but it definitely did. First Man, whatever. Yeah. The Favourite, they definitely did some things there. Black Panther. Uh,
1: I, I have, feel it was so emotional. CGI in Black Panther. I feel it hard to... Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, adapted screenplay. Mm-hmm. So I've not seen Brother the Buster Scruggs. Yeah. But however, there was also Black Klansman, Can You Ever Forgive Me? If Bill Street Could Talk, which I've not seen, and A Star Is Born. So, from those three that I've seen, adapted screenplay, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Same. Yeah. Because Black Klansman, like we say, it missed some marks. I mean, to be fair, this is essentially script. Yeah. So, I don't know. The script
1: of Can You Ever Forgive Me was fantastic. Actually, definitely. The dialogue is so good.
0: Actually, yeah. There's no argument here in the three that I've seen. It is definitely Can You Ever Forgive Me, Black Klansman, and The Star Is Born. Black Clansman, it's... It is good. It's questionable because, you know, we're not sure if it's a good film or not, but it's better than A Star is Born and it's not yeah. as good as Can You
1: Forgive Me? Yeah. No, Can You ever Forgive Me? The dialogue sparkles. It's oh, God, yeah. It's such a well written film. So. No argument on my part. Mm
0: hmm.
1: Okay, original screenplay. Okay. So the same thing, but for
0: different films. It's yes, the favourite, First Reformed, which I've not seen. No. Green Book, Roma,
1: and Vice. Mm hmm. So we've got, so the favourite, Green Book, Roma, Vice. Well, Vice is out. Hated the dialogue. Hated the screenplay. That was my least favourite thing. It was so smug. The fact that it used the word fucking in the first yes, sentence. Absolutely. I'm out. Yeah, same. Well, Roma... Oh, there was a lot going on in Roma. Yeah. The dialogue was... I, mean, I know a screenplay isn't just dialogue, but it was quite minimalist.
0: It was, but I felt like it was
1: quite real.
2: Yeah no so that, that's no, right. it's a, yeah so same
0: as the way that the film was because for example in the birth scene you see that there's the doctors in the background they're you know like doing CPR on a baby or whatever and then there's a nurse in the foreground who's saying like okay well your placenta's coming out now yeah and there's these two conversations going on at once and you've really got your importance over on the one of them there yeah but then there's another one going on there and I don't know again I'm not fully sure what happens in what, what should be awarded in screenplay. Mm. But yeah, there's something there, definitely. There's
1: definitely a lot to be said for it. I'm going to give this to the favourite because I think the dialogue is the standout thing in the film. Yeah, I agree. Like It's so quotable. It's so good, you know. The, the... Actually, also because this is
0: original as well. So yeah. that doesn't make a difference when someone's like, I'll tell you if you look like a badger.
1: Yeah, it's just so <laughs> beautifully written and it gives the actors so much to wear with. Yeah. It's so full of great qu- quips and quotes. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, now the next two awards are signed editing and signed mixing.
0: We're not fully sure of the differences, but uh, I'm I'm told that one of them is, like, a lot of visuals are recorded without the audio. Mm -hmm. um, And so they record the audio afterwards, and so that, I believe, is actually mixing. Mm -hmm. But then editing is just, like, essentially the same as film editing, but just the audio instead of the visuals. Okay. So... Like, when you're mixing something, you've got to make it sound like it's in the same acoustics as whatever else is going on I in I see, in and place. editing is just general use of sound in a film. Pretty much. As far as I know, but I may well be wrong. Okay. Don't quote me on this. So, sound editing. We have Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, A Quiet Place, and Roma. Sound mixing. We have Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, Roma, and A Star Is Born. So, the differences there are A Quiet Place and A Star Is Born. You know what? That... Makes it tricky for me
1: because <laughs> actually, because I was a out. quiet place. Oh yeah, a quiet place, one hundred percent. For sound. Editing, what film uses sound other than Hereditary, which is scandalously not nominated? Mm. What other film uses sound better than a Quiet Place? I I I don't think
0: that any do. I mean, as far as I can tell, is it, it it depends what qualifies, but yeah, a Quiet Place definitely takes that award from me. Yeah, sound wise, you know what? Should we just, for the sake of this podcast, let's just merge them sure so we've got Black Panther Mahima Rhapsody First Man A Quiet Place Roma and A Star Is Born yeah. best sound which was which a quiet you, which place which yeah.
1: used to be an award yeah would go to a quiet place definitely a quiet place sound mixing I'd give to Bo Rap because it does do an excellent job of mixing oh, oh uh, sorry I forgot about that yes the lip syncing versus you know actual Freddie Mercury vocals so can't yes. argue with that okay yeah, so, yeah. yeah
0: I'll, I'll definitely give it that cool. okay now original song so we talked about this earlier a little bit, mm-hmm. we have All Stars, which is in Black Panther, I'll yeah. Fight, which is an RBG, which is a documentary, The Place Where Lost Things Go, from Mary Poppins Returns, mm-hmm. Shallow, from A Star Is Born, and When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings, from The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. So I've
1: heard which, two of these, well three of these, I can't really remember the Black
0: Panther one. It, it wasn't really in the film, um, it was more sort of a Kendrick Lamar single that just came out at the time. Okay, sure. That yeah. was ever so slightly in the film I think it was in the film in the casino in the background oh great okay sure it was was a background song
1: yeah well regardless it's shallow yeah I don't remember that song from Mary Poppins it's um, one of the more forgettable ones. It, that's the one where she's like... What would
0: they nominate? What would they push forward that? Yeah,
1: why not? Yeah, they could have easily done... Because um, the cover is not the, the cover Because that's the a great yeah, song. I would have been up for that's that. the best song. Yeah. No, I think it's the... it's the, Not things last forever if you say... It. Yeah, it's that uh, one of those speaky-singy yeah. ones, which yeah. I didn't like very much. So, yeah.
0: Um, Which Mary Poppins is known for. You know, I don't know Shallow that well. I remember it from the trailers. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it from the film somehow
1: it's the key scene he drags her <laughs> up on
0: stage no I, I know the scene but just like the bits I remember of, the, of of that song are just a bit of the chorus that's in the trailer
1: really. <laughs> when, when she like does just random noises yeah. isn't that
0: is that not in the trailer I, I saw the trailer what 50 times sure 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 yeah, I've seen sure. the film once okay, and I've fine. not listened to the song out of the film at all I know it's been on the radio I haven't listened to the radio yeah. So. Sure. yeah shallow
1: whatever yeah not not one we're particularly no. yeah, infused on that.
0: Original score Black Panther. Um, Mm -hmm. You know what? That was great. Uh, Black Clansman? Don't remember. Mm -hmm. If Bill Streaker talked, not seen. Isle of Dogs? Don't remember. Mary Poppins returns? Uh, Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, I'd give this to Black Panther. Or maybe Isle of Dogs. It did have quite a a nice little score. It didn't blow me away, but I I remember it. I I I don't remember it at all. I think I'd give this to Black Panther, to be honest. It had a good score. Black Panther, Yeah. yeah, just for being different. Yeah.
0: Not cool. much to say about that, yeah. Yeah. Visual effects, um, this is the only category that Avengers Infinity Wars nominated, <laughs> along with Christopher Robin, mm-hmm. First Man, Ready Player One, and Solo, A Star Wars Story. So visual effects, in this instance, as far as I'm aware, this is one w- that could be split up into many different awards. Yeah. So like how sound editing, sound mixing, and you know a few others have been split up in the past from just being sound, yeah. which was an award. Visual effects could easily be split up into best motion capture, of which there is always at least one in the year. Sure, yeah. Um, or maybe they could merge that with de-aging as well, just to... Best joy- de-aging in. effects. And not, not best de-aging, but, you know, just like best I know, manipulation or something. In Avengers Infinity War, it's all just motion capture of Thanos, mm-hmm. which that's something. Absolutely. Because he looks fantastic. And then to compare him to Winnie the Pooh <laughs> in Christopher Robin. <laughs> it's <laughs> tough, yeah. it It is tough because the, they're two very <clears> different <throat> things. One is an entirely CGI thing. Yeah. Like, where do you go with that? How do you compare the two?
1: But it's like comparing the different actresses. The, the,
0: the very the very different things. It's why Andy Serkis will never get an Oscar yeah, until this is... award happens because mm. his best work... Is... Say what say you all about Black Panther. Yes, he's great, but his best work is motion capture. 100%. 100%, yeah. And he's not going to get rewarded for that when it's just lumped into visual effects with things like Ready Player One and Solo A Star Wars Story. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Solo A Star Wars Story had some good looks. Yes. Had some good bits of CGI, but visual effects is too broad. Mm -hmm. So, to recap, Avengers, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, and Solo A Star Wars Story. It's pretty obvious it's Avengers. Is that for you? Same, yeah. No, Are you you just saying that to... To agree with me
1: or... No, I'm not. Well, I've not seen Christopher Robin. No, me neither. First Man didn't blow me away particularly. I mean, the moon scenes look nice enough, but... Visually, it didn't look... It was quite bland. It... Yeah, like. it didn't look anything special. No. I appreciated things like
0: when they took off in the rocket, they only showed it from the inside of the rocket. That was a good bit of filmmaking, but that's not visual effects. That's no. lack of visual effects. Yeah. Used in the right way, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, used in a positive way. That's not visual effects. No, That's just a set. Yeah. Ready Player One. Nothing n- no. outstanding. No. no, it's just too much CGI because there
1: wasn't enough contrast. Yeah. And solo parts of it looked quite bad. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it, it, it's a no-brainer there it's, for it, it's Avengers. Got, it's got to be Avengers. Yeah. Oh, that'd be
0: great. Yeah. Okay, now here's one that I'm really looking forward to as an award. Kay. Animated feature film. So we have Incredibles 2. Uh-huh. Isle of Dogs. Yeah. Mirai, which is... I believe it's a manga that I've not I've not seen. Yeah. Ralph Breaks the Internet and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. So what is,
1: what is, what is it for you? For me, it's clearly Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. I've seen four or five of these. I've seen everything but so, Mirai. And I will exciting. watch Mirai before next Sunday, but so far I've not had a chance. But Incredibles 2 was very average.
0: It wasn't very average. It was... By sta- Pixar it, standard. It, it was standard Pixar. Yeah. I think it's difficult for Pixar to have something that looks better or worse than other pixar films because they all do all look very similar and it's just a case of how creative are the storylines yes and what is required mm-hmm. so if you look at inside out that is something that's okay we require some quite creative storytelling here which requires creative visuals yes brave is kind of the only one that's set in the real world with humans mm-hmm. so that's where that one gets a bit of a difference mm-hmm. and going back before that there's not really many standouts by no. today's standards no in terms of you know, animation no. at the times, like monsters Inc. great you've done like a hairy thing yes that works really well but like now okay whatever An Incredibles 2 it's just okay yeah whatever it's it's fine it, it's mostly humans you've, yeah. got, you've got I just few, found the story bland you've got even, even taking away the animation
1: like, I found the story very bland oh yeah yeah, it just it was it was dreary to me. It was dour. Uh, I mean, love dogs. Contra- Controversy. I've never been a fan of Incredibles. No, no, same. It's really. always been just fine. But I think the first one's better. But I don't like either of them. Mm. Isle of dogs. Like looked great. Like I I, I like that style of stop motion animation. But mm. again, it didn't really blow my mind. Mm-hmm. Ralph breaks the internet was just fine. It, I don't think it built on the first one.
0: I thought Ralph breaks the internet had a lot going on visually. There was just constantly. ...too much to look at. Because a lot of it was kind of... ...these big landscapes of the cityscape... ...that is the internet sure, 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 yeah. in this world. And it was just like... ...there's, there's too much detail I here. I thought that film was a mess, to be honest. Yeah?
1: I found that film to be a complete mess. We're supposed to review that tonight. That's the third one we were
0: going to do. Well, we'll do it another time. Yeah. That only leaves Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse... ...which yeah. we've said bad things about all the others... ...but I think that even if we just look at all the others... ...in very positive ways... It's still the clear standout. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is outstanding. And I think that of of all the awards that we've talked about tonight, this one is probably the one that I want to win its award more than any okay. others. And I'm not sure if it will. I wouldn't be surprised if I of Dogs takes it.
1: Maybe I would be... Dis- I feel like it's just such the obvious standout in terms of the the different styles of animation it brings in, in mm-hmm. terms of the storytelling in terms of the innovation, I think it really deserves to win. Yeah. And I'm this, saying that as someone who's not like a huge Marvel fanboy. Like Yeah. This is
0: absolutely the film for
1: me. Yeah. I know. I agree with you. I think it absolutely deserves to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay, so there's a few awards left, but I don't know if you want to talk about them. So we've got animated short film. No, no didn't. Live action short film. No. Documentary feature. No. Documentary short subject. No. And foreign language film, which of uh, course is going to Roma. Yes. So yeah, <laughs> they're,
1: they're, they're the only ones that's, yeah. I, I couldn't give you a very... No, very I, other than Roma, we've yeah. not, I, no. I've not seen any of them. I'll hopefully have seen Cold War by Oscar Knight, but other than that... Is that... Oh, that is... It's
2: that in foreign, foreign language, language I think. Yeah. Oh, is it? <sighs> <laughs>
0: Um, Do you want to do a quick little recap of your Best Picture nominations? We didn't do that earlier, in order. Um, So mine, going from eight to 1, is Vice, A Star Is Born, Roma, Black Klansman, Green
1: Book, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favourite, and then Black Panther at the top. Okay, so mine are, in 8th place is Vice, in 7th place is Bohemian Rhapsody, in 6th place is Green Book, in 5th place is Black Klansman, in 4th place A Star Is Born, in third place, Aroma. In second place, Black Panther. And my number one film of the Best Picture nominees is The Favourite.
0: Okay, and finally, the billion dollar question. No, trillion dollar question. Mm-hmm. No, it's actually not that good a year. The thousand dollar question. <laughs> wow, you've really tapped that <laughs> down. So. Um, which film is going to win Best Picture? Not your hope, your prediction.
1: My prediction is that Roma won't win Best Picture.
0: Yeah, I'm in agreement with that, I think. Yeah. I think Roma is much more of the one that's
1: like it's for film people. It won the BAFTA, it won the Golden Globe, it won the Screen Actors, Guild. it's won all of the precursor awards. Yeah. So it's pretty... It's
0: much very great. much a film festival film.
1: It's a yeah, it's a film for film fans. It's,
0: yeah. it's not so much that's like that it's gonna be sort of controversial if it wins. No, sure. It's not. gonna be absolutely fine. Yeah. I'll be overjoyed if it's the favourite or Black Panther. Same. I don't think it's gonna be either but imagine if it was Black Panther.
1: Yeah, then the, I think I think those are the top. I think those are the clear top three.
0: The favourite would be would be just brilliant, and yes, it absolutely deserves it. Yeah. But imagine if Black Panther Black Panther, Panther would it. be
1: a moment, and Green Book would be a safe, fine. I, I think the four don't have a chance. I think there's four that could win it, and four mm. that are just making up the numbers. I think Black Klansman, Vice, uh, what else is Star there? Is born. Star is born, and what's the other one?
0: Uh. We've just forgotten about this already. Uh, Green Book? Green, no.
1: Beaming Rhapsody. Beaming Rhapsody. I think those four are making up the numbers.
0: So. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think you're right. Yeah. Okay, well, that wraps us up, I think. So, Great. 2019 Oscars. What a time. What a time. Okay, well, please do tune in next Monday, I believe, that we're going to be doing a, um, a summary. Yes, we'll do our post-Oscars Oscars
1: hangover episode,
0: yeah. Yeah, which should be good. Which does mean that this Friday we've got one of the standard episodes coming out. Is it uh, Truth or Dare?
1: Yes, it will because Need for Speed comes out tonight at the time we're recording. Mm -hmm. This will be coming out after that, obviously. So yes, the next major episode will be Truth or Dare, which will be on the Friday. Brilliant!
0: So tune in to Truth or Dare, which did uh, not win Oscars. Spoiler (laughs) (laughs) alert! And uh, yeah, then uh, Monday, come and tune in for our post-Oscars review, which we will be maybe a short half-hour episode or something. Yeah, won't, won't be too long. And um, yeah, then if you haven't already, please do subscribe to us on patreon.com slash beyondtheboxset and you can get full reviews of all the films that we talked about, um, which I'm going to say most, but not all, most, we are less drunk than we are currently. Well, some. I
1: uh, reckon most. Black when we were pretty drunk because we did that one in the pub say most most you're right yeah. yeah you can point out the odd one yeah. and well there's only eight and we've done two tonight well we weren't that drunk
0: with it okay. oh i just mean most of the reviews in general yeah of course yes in the, yeah that's fair yeah even when we're doing crap shit like
1: the predator true yes you're right yeah <sighs> remember that one? we should have done that drunk yeah, yeah god <laughs> <laughs> we should have watched that drunk, you got just, so angry i was furious
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great well thank you for listening um and we will see you next time see you next time thank you very much and bye, bye.
2: Sorry, no. There's a, mistake. There's, there's a mistake. Moonlight, you guys won best picture. Moonlight won. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. I'm afraid they read the wrong thing. This is not a joke. Moonlight has won best picture. Moonlight, best picture.